fucking nice! What the fuck? Turn off! Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the What's That Noise podcast. This is not your host, Brennan Lutmer. This is actually Bailey Lutmer because he is making me do the intro for him. So I guess I will, but it's whatever. Pardon? Okay. <laughs> I, I wanted to do it. But, anyways, this week we've got returning guest Jacob Houston talking with brennan lutmer about the album finding god before god finds me by bad omens and it's gonna be an absolute banger with a capital b for banger and i don't know never listened to the album so you guys gotta tell me i'll listen to it and then i'll see what I, and then i'll listen to it i'll listen to the podcast and then i'll listen to the album <gasps> ah! but anyways you guys will love it because it's gonna be so funny i can just tell and enjoy that's it that's that <laughs> yes. we'll be right back so here we go he's back everybody it's my buddy jacob houston again Ooh. <laughs> hey jacob how you doing buddy dude doing just fine good good is that fucking peaking already whatever uh, <laughs> i'm gonna turn me down a little bit but uh yeah crank it down chief yeah he's uh he's back everybody mm. he's back again it's my buddy jacob yeah. How you doing? How was your week, buddy? Mm, it was fine. Just worked, doing the normal, normal adult shit. Yeah. Yeah. How's it going? Fun. Yeah. Bought some blackout curtains yesterday. Ooh. My whole house blacked out now. That's a good vibe. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty neat. Oh, and it is. Hopefully, it's gonna keep it a little cooler because last time I fucking sucked. I do not doubt that. I was up in Lee's bedroom even like three weeks yeah. ago when it first started getting hot, and I was like. Fuck this. Like, yeah, his room is the worst because it's at the top of the house. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just everybody's heat rises to the boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, poor guy. Fuck. Yeah. Blackout curtains are nice, though. Like, Hannah, when she started working these, like, four in the morning shifts mm-hmm. or whatever, she bought those because she couldn't get to sleep because she was having to go to bed. I mean, I'm sure you know, like, 7 o'clock. You right. know, so it's like yeah. it's still light out during the summer. Like, getting the blackout curtains really does help. So I'm sure it'll help with that a little bit, too. Yeah, it was mostly just in my living room. We got three windows in there and just let a lot of sunlight in and sunlight cooks the shit out of your house, so. No kidding, bro. And my car, like, I, uh, it made me, like, I guess I'll explain the story before I get to my feelings down at first, but, like, I was up at my grandparents' house. I don't know if I actually told you yet. My grandpa just had a stroke. Oh, no. Yeah, on Wednesday. He's okay, thankfully. He's home. Well. Recovering. Yeah. Okay, as you can be, of course, after having a stroke, but, um. Yeah, I got to spend some time with him this week, and I was up there, and I drove my mom out there. It's her uh, it's her dad and her mom, and uh, so we go up there, and it's so fucking hot in my car, and as you know, my AC sucks, right? God, this is terrible. I'm telling a story about my grandfather having a stroke and then complaining about how hot my car is. <laughs> like, what the fuck? But no, so like, they have a gated fence, like right, a complete yeah. gated fence. Nobody's getting in, and it's in a nicer part of Airway Heights, so I'm... I'm up there, I get in there, and I'm like, God, it's so hot in here. My mom was like, roll down your car windows, dude. It'll help a lot. And I did, and like, I got back into my car, and it was so nice. And I was like, fuck, like, I could never do that where I live. You know what I mean? My car would have been like fucking broken into. Somebody would be sleeping in there by the time I woke up in the morning. Like, not even somebody who like needs a house, like just some kid off the street would be like, this is kind of funny. <laughs> this looks like a good spot to take a nap. Yeah. But yeah, man, huh. this fucking weather. 
Yeah, I'm not not loving the heat. Yeah. Over here where we're at, this is like, and I'm sure most people listening to this are from Spokane. So you guys know. Like, it's, it's getting hot, and it's fucking not fun. Especially for those of us who don't have good ACs in their car. Oh, shit, I got good AC, but my window tint's so dark. And it just... Once I get in that, that fucking thing, yeah. the very first, like, five seconds of that, it's like a sauna. <laughs> like, like, the black windows just attract all that heat, so it cooks the inside of the truck. It's probably, like, 10 degrees hotter, 15 degrees hotter, out like, in my truck than it is outside. Oh, God. That's the it's fucking miserable. worst. That sucks, too, man. Like, you get in your car, and it's so much hotter than it is outside, and you're like, this shouldn't happen. Like, this doesn't right. make sense. Like, what's the tent for? No, yeah, no <laughs> But, yeah, bro, fuck. Ugh. Yeah, man. It'll, it'll be a short one. Yeah. Not really. No, it won't. No. I mean, to be fair, it's actually been pretty chilled out recently, like this week. And yeah, like, it's been raining it's been a lot. Reasonable this week. Which is dope, too, man. Hopefully, we don't have to deal with all these fucking fires this year. That'd be good. That'd be, that'd be mint. Yeah, no fucking I don't like kidding. Being all smoked out all summer. And you're outside a lot, aren't you? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Like, less than I was last year, but yeah, that's still fair a lot too. this summer. Well, last year, too, thankfully, wasn't as smoky out. Oh, fuck. It was bad, though. Was it was it bad. Hot-wise? Yeah. Well, hot and smoke. Like, it was... First time I worked outside, it was the like 115 worst. and smoky. Yeah. Like, like, that was, like, like when? 2020? 21. 21, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, like, on the very cusp of being too hazardous to be outside and 115 degrees on top of that. Yeah. Dude, that was honestly, like, I think back about that a lot. Like, that was... I mean, obviously, everybody knows, but how... 2020 was such a crazy year but just like really everything about that like when you sit down and pick it apart right like obviously you have the coronavirus shutting everything down but then on top of that dude the fires were so fucking crazy yeah. that year man yeah. like i remember seeing pictures of like oregon and california where you stepped outside and it looked like the a fucking apocalypse movie dude like it was blood red the entire world <laughs> like the, the sky was blood red from all the smoke and the fires blocking the sun have you seen on those the, pictures? Yeah, but on the flip side of that, there was also some cool shit that happened around that time because, yeah. like, everybody was inside. Yeah. So, like, the smog levels in China cleared up. Oh, yeah. I Fucking, forgot about that, like, huh? in Venice, all the rivers and stuff, they went from being, like, nasty to, just... to being clear and having dolphins and shit in them again. For like, sure. It was, it was a weird year for, the like, the Earth, man. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, was it was like... like <laughs> Man, things are getting nice, and then it got shit on. Yeah. <laughs> no fucking kidding. Yeah, no, that's crazy, man. Like, yeah, but that was such a weird year. I don't know why or how we got into this, man. The Like, the first 15 to 30 minutes of this podcast have become so weird lately. Like, the last episode, Corey and I were just talking about AI for, like, oh, 10 minutes straight, yeah. dude. Like, it was so wild. Yeah, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm liking to add, like, the little just kind of talk to and get some conversations out before we get to the music. It's nice. Yeah. Makes it feel like a, just a regular old podcast, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. So this week, guys, I guess we'll just kind of skip right into it. Um, we are doing Finding God Before God Finds Me by Bad Omens. Yes, sir. And uh, this is like, man, I... I tend to forget how much certain albums mean to me if I like didn't listen to them in like high school. You know what I mean? Which yeah. obviously that I feel like that's pretty universal. People that you know, like the music you listen to when you're a kid impacts you more. But this album in particular, dude, I found it during what I would consider one of the best summers of my life, which was the the year that this came out. Which is um, shit, dude. I I never have my fucking notes up right when I'm about to say something. It was 2020. 
That's wild. So like that's I just talked about how terrible of a year it was, and I know it was terrible for so many people. But I feel like if I remember correctly, that summer was pretty interesting. I think I met my dad that summer, like my biological dad for the first yeah. time. And fuck, man, yeah, this album just blew me out of the water because I, I I'm sure like you had heard of Bad Omens before. And I don't know if this mm. was had you not. No, so like one of the first songs that I ever heard from them was Dethrone. Mm. And I don't know, I, like I, we came across a music video one night and I was just like, holy shit, this is fucking insane. So like actually, I do know that you have heard another song from them before. You just probably didn't know who it was. So in American Satan, yeah, that song at the end of the movie that's playing when he's on stage, do you remember when he like has to shoot the guy, the devil, gives him the yeah. gun? Yeah. That song playing is Glass Houses by Bad Omens. Oh. I see through you. I know what you are. Yeah, so that's... But I mean, to be fair, we were also so stoned, stoned out of our gourd around that time. Yeah, that, like, yeah, I mean... Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> straight was... Straight cooked, as you liked to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of weed in my life right around that time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, so... Can continue with what you were saying, though. Like, when you heard Dethrone for the first time. Oh, shit. Just the music video for Dethrone was... Wild. fucking astounding and yeah. like you know just like they're all fucking covered in mud and muck and it's just like fucking heavy as shit yep and i don't know and then just like just how grungy like this is a real basis thing to say but the man with the bass only had one string on that Literally fucking thing one string and he's just fucking slapping the shit out of it and i'm just like what the fuck that is the most metal thing i might have ever seen yeah <laughs> like, no joke dude you don't need more than one. Let's yeah, be real. In that, especially with that song, you really only need the one. But like, dude, I remember seeing the like they had like uh, the ads for that all over Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, and I remember seeing just one clip in particular of the music video where like you're seeing. I'm assuming it's Noah. I don't know if it is, but it's like he's got like mud all over his face and something over his face under the mud, mm-hmm. so you can't see his eyes. All you can see is his mouth as he's screaming the song, and then you see the bass is going crazy, and then you see. The drummer basically just using, like, these fucking, like, orchestra drums. You know what I mean? Like, these big fucking, I don't yeah, know like what they're called. Timp- Timp- timpani or something Something like, like that. that, but just smacking the fuck out of him. And I yeah. saw it, like, seven to, like, no, like, 25 times before I actually sat down and listened to the song and watched the video. And I had the same first impression. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is crazy. Yeah, man. And thinking back, I guess that's fair with, like, Glass Houses. I did really enjoy that song when I yeah. first heard it, but... It kind of like Deep Throne was the one yeah. that really like set it in for me. I was like, holy shit. That was I probably the, gonna like these guys. I heard that song and I was like, okay, I gotta like listen to the rest of the album. And at first it didn't really I guess we'll we'll get into the questions here because you know the first two questions by this point, yeah. which is um like when this album first clicked with you. You know what I mean? And I'm assuming for you. Yeah. Yeah, Dethrone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because like right in that right in that time frame I was really in my metal boy shit. Yeah. Fucking not so much these days, I guess, but yeah, no, right around that time, I was listening to, like, exclusively fucking Spite and mm-hmm. just angry-ass bands, Gideon, Clue Black Lawn, shit like that. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just like, I was just like, fuck, that's nasty as shit. That's good. So I'm going to listen. I Like, I gave him more of a listen, and then I think, fuck, was Dethrone a single? It had yeah, it been, was. Right? Yeah, I think it was the, it might have been the lead single. I can't remember if it was the first one or not. It might have been. But yeah, I don't, I don't. Yeah, but I remember like kind of listening to the other singles as they came out and then they dropped the whole album. 
I was just blown away. Like it was, it was so good. You guys all got on that wave before I did. That's kind of how it's worked for a couple bands that you guys yeah. have really gotten into before me. Which it was Bad Omens, and then it was fucking um, uh, Slaves, but Rain City Drive with their To Better Days album. Yeah, all okay. of you guys told me these two albums that I had to listen to, and then I just didn't for the longest time. And then finally, it was both times I was riding in a car. The first time where this album really hit me, I remember so vividly. I can't remember what the fuck we were doing. No, I do remember. It was Hannah and I in a car. We were driving to go look at... She was looking for a new horse around that time. So we were running around and looking at horses and like just driving on these weird country back roads. And something about like driving in the middle of nowhere and listening to music is what really makes music stick with me. And that one was that for me. Like I remember hearing Kingdom of Cards, the first song on this album for the first time, and just being like, holy shit. Like I had heard intro tracks, but I'd never heard an intro track like this before. The way that I describe this album is Metal Skyrim. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? No, like, yeah. Like, it really just carries that vibe. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it's, like, the backing vocals. Like, they have, like, what sounds like the uh, the thooms or whatever you want to call them from Skyrim. Like, the shouts. Yeah. They have those in the background in, like, the beginning song. And I was just like, this reminds me of Skyrim, bro. Like. So, I guess to jump into the first song a little bit, just to give a little bit of my opinion. Yeah. It feels, like, Celtic to me. I don't know what it is. Exactly. But it, like, it fucking just does. It Yes, I 100% <laughs> And then, God, I can't even remember my own fucking questions at this point. Uh, what what made you pick this album? Oh, shit, I don't know. I mean, it was... I've been really spending a lot of time listening to Bad Omens recently, and I think it was either between <laughs> this one or... Is it Concrete Jungle? No, that one's called uh, Love, uh, Love is the, the... Or no, maybe just Love the is death the of Death of Peace of Mind. Or yeah. some shit like that. Yeah. The Death of Peace of Mind. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, it was one of the two, but I think this one is just been around a little longer so i mm-hmm. decided to go with this and i don't know it's one of my f- probably like top 10 favorite albums of all time i i agree with that statement which i didn't expect it to be again it's always the albums that you never expect that just come yeah. out of nowhere and fucking implant yeah. themselves in your fucking and yeah man so with those two questions out of the way let's just jump right into it we already started talking about it and i'm fucking excited to talk about this album like re-listening to it these past couple weeks i just like God damn, man. It's such a good album. And it starts with Kingdom of Cards, which we already spoiled, you know. But fuck me, this song is so good. God, it's so fucking good. It really is. Like, it it starts immediately with vocals, you know what I mean? And then it jumps into, like, this. It's weird. It Like we said, it's, like, Celtic. It's, like, Skyrim. And then a little bit, like, Western-y. I don't know. Like, I just think of somebody, like, riding a horse. What I, think I it's hear, just like the yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like yeah. that's like the one. No, dude, hundred <laughs> percent. But it's also the like the beat, like the I. I don't know how to describe it, man. But I get so many vivid imageries just listening to this song in particular, and it's so it's such a really interesting way to start the album because while it carries like the vibe of the album, it doesn't sound to me really like anything else in the rest of the album. No, it's all way different than this. Yeah, but I don't like I don't know. There's like albums that are cohesive exactly in the same vein mm-hmm. throughout the entirety, and I don't think this one is one of those. I agree with that statement. I Which I personally love. That's I, one of my favorite it's things. It's fucking great. There's so many different, like... What's the word I'm looking for? There's so many different... Like, um, subgenres. Yeah. Yeah. Like, to this album alone, that is just... It's crazy to me, man. Like, I, like I, I couldn't tell you, honestly, how big this album was or not. Like, I don't really remember. I was not a Bad Omens fan around this time, so I don't well, really know. Like, knowing now... Like, the death of peace of mind, obviously, they blew the fuck up with that album. Yeah, I'm If so, they didn't so with this... 
I would be fucking surprised because front to back, this album feels... No, they had to. Songs like Limits and Dethrone, like those are two of their biggest songs of yeah. all time. Yeah, they totally did, which makes sense why, man, because like even listening to the start of this album, it feels like they're taking you on a journey and you, you know what I mean? The lyrics to this are so fucking good too. Some of my favorites are... Um, it's the like one of the first sections of the song where he says, I've made my way through hell again. I've paid for my mistakes. Next time I think I'll stay a while and pour myself a drink. Like it just like, you okay, bro? What's that face? You look like Mr. Beaker from the Muppets. Man, son <laughs> of a... I, was, I don't know. I was just looking at their like streams right now. Yeah. And you said Limits is one of the biggest... No. It's not anymore. Fuck I mean, anymore. No. Fuck no. Just pretend. 75 yeah. mil right now. God damn. So, I mean, they're, they're fucking murdering it. Yeah, of course. I mean, with this album, everybody... But, like, by the time... Like, they, that song in specific... Mind, yeah, everybody like, knows them. Everybody was, like... It dude, was on every fucking, like... Every TikTok. Rock radio station, every TikTok, dude. It was fucking everywhere, which makes yeah. sense. But, like, I think this album... Not that I think it's better or worse, but I just, like... This album, uh, probably Nostalgia Factor and just when this album hit me, but this is my album from these guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it all starts with this song. Oh, oh, oh. Hang on, folks. My buddy dropped his... Uh... Vape tip. Yeah, vape tip. <laughs> God, I'll drop the show real quick. Where the fuck did it go? It's way back there. God damn. <laughs> and, 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 and we're not okay. We're... <laughs> Hang on, folks. Just like a mild clusterfuck right there. Yeah, but. goddamn. Everything fell at once, I swear. <laughs> it's it's this album, dude. It just, like, fucking... It puts you on the floor. Because this album's like, yeah. This, and Kingdom of uh, Kingdom of Cards, um, it's got so many weird different layers to it. Like, the intro is super chilled out, and then you get put into this, like... That's where the Skyrim Celtic vibe comes in right after the intro. And it's just like, you're sitting there listening to it. At least the first time for me, I was like, what the fuck am I listening to? Like, as cliche as this is, I felt like I'm a Viking about to go to war or some no, shit. Dude, no. like, you know what I'm saying? It's is just like... The imagery in the, like, not even the lyrical storytelling, per se, but just the way that the the song is put together instrumentally, post-production-wise, like, it's so fucking, like... I would almost put it on the layer of, like, the soundscape. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really does paint such a vivid picture and it could be completely different for somebody else, but like I, I doubt that anybody listening to the song doesn't get some sort of image in their head immediately. Yeah, you know, because yeah, it is so good, man. It is an intro track, so there's not really like too much more. I feel like we can say about it. It's it's really good. The fucking I don't know what you would call it in context of the song because I don't really feel like there's it, it doesn't follow typical song structure. It's not like there's like verse. Pre-chorus, chorus, verse two, so on and so forth. But the uh, what I would call like the bridge or the it's the most explosive part of the song. The uh, the I'll do it all over again from the start. You've got that crazy fucking high vocal from Noah. I'll do it all over again from the start. Like fuck, bro. Yeah, this song goes unbelievably hard. I think it'd be difficult for me to rate it anything other than a fucking a smash hit. Yeah, easy, yeah. easy. Anything else you want to say about it, man? Like, mm, I think we covered most of it, if I'm honest. I mean, it's just like, overall, just a fucking impeccable track. It really is. It's, 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 yeah, it's fucking goaded, dog. Like, this song is so good. You have to go listen to it for real. And if anybody hasn't listened to this album, please, please, please go listen to this album. Because it's so fucking good. Especially if you like Bad Omens. You already know what they're about. Or at least, well, I mean, if you found them on The Death of Peace of Mind, that's so vastly different than this album. But... Go back, give it a listen. It's really fucking good. So next is Running in Circles.
I fucking love this song. A lot. A lot, a lot. I think that the verses are a lot of fun. The intro with the post-production is super fun, too. Um, very unique, again. Uh, and the chorus to this, too, it just goes super hard. I'm just vamping while Jacob's looking shit up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I gotta look up the lyrics and stuff. You're but. good, you're good. But no, it really is. It's a it's a really good like first full song. You know what I mean? There's always like with albums like this, there's the intro track and then there's the first song that really grabs you, and I feel like this song does it super, super well. Yeah, I I genuinely love this song. Yeah. One of the things that I assume Noah writes all the vocals, if I had to guess. I would I th- I would assume. Um but man, he's just like overall as a band, they are wicked creative and talented. But the imagery that he puts out, and like, man, it's been a long time since I've been in English class. But yeah. similes, you're speaking of the wrong guy, bro. I think I graduated, <laughs> I think I graduated with like a one point nine. Like, <laughs> let me look that up. Similes. We're gonna learn today, kids. Definition. A figure of speech involving the comparison of one thing with another thing of a different kind. Used yeah, to make a description yeah. more empathetic or vivid. Brave as a lion, crazy as a fox. Those are some of the examples. So, no. I think you're correct. Your metaphor? I don't know. Whatever whatever fucking English term it is to, like, yeah. convey imagery in the way that he does is just phenomenal overall. Like I agree. And this, yeah, this song has a lot of that. It's got a lot of, it, like, what I would consider... Hmm... Again, like, whatever, like, world building, I guess I would call it. This album, I don't believe, is a concept record by any means. At least, I don't think so. I think it could be. But it it really does a good job of introducing you to the world of this album and what you're really going to be hearing. Because, like we said, Kingdom of Cards is so unique in what it does because it really introduces you to this world in a way, but it's also nothing like what I would consider the rest of this album to be in, in a good way. So running with circles comes in, you know, you've got basically like this, his, his vocal technique on this album is different again than what you'd see in uh, the death of peace of mind. Just knocking my shit over Jacob. <laughs> I was just trying to get comfy dog. <laughs> it's all good, bro. You're fine. Um, but yeah, nothing like fell off. You're good. But he does. Um, I guess the first time I really ever heard it was in like the funny. It's the last album that we did together, Sent Paternal, where it's like it's singing and screaming at the same time. I don't know what the correct term for this is, but it's basically screaming on pitch. Yeah. And he does that throughout this entire album, not only within the verses, but in the choruses. Like it's it's very interesting and it's a crazy difficult vocal technique. So his ability to like not only do this, but then perform it live which I'm sure we'll talk about a lot, how good of a live performer this guy oh, is. It was astounding. But even in context of the album, the performance on this song alone is really good. It's really powerful. Uh, the the imagery that you get within the lyrics, and again, through the instrumental, the the soundscape, we'll call it, um, of this this song in particular, the rest of the album, is super fucking good. I love it. I love all the post-production in this album. I love the vocal production throughout this fucking album. There's almost yeah. choirs in this song, it yeah. feels like, with some of the, uh, I guess, the pre-choruses and then the the bridge right before you go into the last chorus. And it's, yeah, it's so good. Really fucking amazing intro track. Um, yeah, this is one of my favorites. I think it's a little underrated. I don't really ever hear people talk about this song. I don't get why. I mean, it... I don't know. I can't really like. I have a hard time on this album, t- 
trying to pick favorites because I love them all. Uh, if yeah. I'm honest, like overall, like as an as a, just a entirety, this album is fucking phenomenal. I really don't think there's a single miss on. There's it. not. There's not at all. I I completely agree with you. Which fucking spoiler alert, whatever. I don't care. It's my show. <laughs> no, this album really, really does, man. Like just front to back, it's one of the only albums that I'll listen to and I won't skip a single one. Yeah, there's not a single skip. In and here. this is no exception. Running with circles is amazing. Again, go listen to it if you haven't. I'm gonna give this one a fucking hit. Is there anything else you want to say about it, man? Like no, absolute fucking hit. I mean, yep. that's really that's really the the premise of it is just it's fucking good. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Now, moving along, moving right along to Careful What You Wish For. This is another good one. One I actually, funny enough, we were just talking about how good this album was. I didn't like this one at first. And then it hit me. Because it's really, again, man, this album has a really great way of with these first four songs. Just fucking like changing your expectations of what you're going to hear. Because like Kingdom of Cards starts out and finishes nothing like running in circles to me running in circles doesn't finish and start in any way like this next song careful what you wish for it's very i mean to be fair the intros are both very up there but then the verse immediately takes you right back down you yeah know i mean he's almost whispering the uh the lyrics in the verse and then you come back up with a little bit more of a powerful pre-chorus and then bam the chorus hits and it's so fucking like it's an emotional song i think yeah. this is one of the first Except maybe Kingdom of Cards. Really, really, really emotionally, like, like almost regretful songs on the album. Yeah. And I like it a lot. Yeah, I mean, one of the lyrics that I like in the most in this song is, like, if you need a place to hang your head, a shoulder's better than a knot. Yeah. You know, like, that's that's some pretty powerful imagery. It's heavy. Oh, it's better than a knot? I always thought it was shoulders better than enough. Oh, I but thought, no, you're right. You're right. I just looked at it. It's better than a knot. That's fucking yeah. wild. Yeah, that's pretty brutal. But I thought it was a knife. And I was oh. like, that makes sense too. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> you're just on board with whatever. You're like, you could have said anything and I'm just right there with knife, you. Knife, knot, doesn't really matter. You're no. killing yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get I get it. Yeah. That's crazy though. I never actually caught that. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, I don't know. That shit's, it's a, I mean, that's a rough line, but it's, it's good. Yeah. Um, no joke. As a whole, like, I really like the chorus in this. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really, really one of my favorites. More um, of a drawn-out chorus, I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, vocally. It's not as yeah. fast-paced as the last one is. It's very... I wouldn't... I, I don't want to say, like, slow, but the it's more drawn-out vocally, I guess yeah. is the perfect way to say that. Yeah. 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 No, I, I like this one a lot. Me too. Sorry, I'm vaping. Go oh, figure. Now that Now that he's talking about it. Jacob's going to do it, too. (laughs) But, yeah, man. So, uh, with this song, man, it's great. Uh, A completely different style track, especially for what we're coming up to next. Um, So, there's there's not much more I feel like I can say about this song in particular. Again, man, like, these first few songs, especially, don't get me wrong, the whole album is, but are just exceptionally solid. Like, by this point, listening to the album, if you're not hooked yet we're not listening to the same album. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's facts. Like, this this is such... Like, fucking four songs and four nails. Like, dude, fucking just heavy hitters straight out the bat. Yeah. So, this song again, a fucking gigantic hit, bro. I can't give it anything Massive. other than that. Massive. Yes. And now, I think the next song... I actually don't know if careful what you wish for. So, from my memory, this next one is also another one of their singles from this album. Oh, fuck, I don't know. I know they have a music video for it. That's what I'm basing it off of. But, yeah, so uh, this one is The Hell I Overcame. 
This one, and again, I'm going to be saying this about 90% of the songs. This is one of my favorites. Yeah, this one is fucking phenomenal overall. I really like for like the way this song starts, the instruments aren't doing anything that's like super like over the top intense, and that's fine. It serves the song well. I don't have any problem with I'm not a huge technical nerd, you know what I mean? I don't need a song to be super technical for it to be considered good at all. But the post-production in this, it really allows it to stand out, which I think is something you could say about a lot of this album. The post-production really brings it to life in a cool way, and this song is really like... Well, I remember listening to it for the first time, hearing the post-production and being like, God damn, like, what am I getting into with this song? Yeah, man. I fucking... I don't know. I like angry music, and mm-hmm. the start of the song is so fucking angry, mm-hmm. and I like that. Like, I agree. Like, it starts off so hot. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. This is a fucking phenomenal track, too. Yeah, I agree, man. The, the The verse starts, and you're getting, you know, more screams from Noah, and then it goes straight into this fucking, like, again, the, uh, the screaming on pitch that we were talking about earlier, right? In this song, it's done so well. It gives me goosebumps every fucking time for the... Uh, he he references the chorus a little early here. He says, you know, the God, please forgive those who doubt me. And then the, uh, oh, God, the next part that did you really think the pain would send me to an early grave? Did you think I couldn't break these chains after all the hell I overcame? And that leads right into the chorus. It just grabs me every time I hear it. Yeah. I mean, like. It's so fucking captivating. It really is. That's another that's it's like I there's only one other album I've referred to this as, but it's almost like a movie like an action movie you know what i mean you're really feeling the world of this album especially in this track but it it does it captivating is a good word i really do think it's like fucking the equivalent of like a movie in an album yeah yeah no i agree i mean referring back to the imagery of it it's just like the way that he conveys his message throughout the entirety of the album and like the things he presents like talking about the devil and Mm -hmm. like all that shit like it's really just it's one of my favorite parts of rock yeah. music. Yeah, on average, me In too. Whole, yeah, like I, I love the imagery. Like it's, it's you know, like you'd think about the satanic panic from the 80s or whatever. Metal and rock has always been branded with like a satanic side to it. I love when it's, you can say it's corny, you can say it's cheesy, what the fuck ever. I really fucking love when bands play into that. Yeah. It's so cool. It's it's like, it's, it's what drew me to it in the first place. It's the counterculture. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love the like the the pushback against societal norms or whatever the fuck you want to call it. What are you know religious zealots? You're pushing back against all of this shit with, you know, stuff like in this song too. And it's so, I'm trying to think of the right word for it. But the lines where he's speaking of the devil, it's so like, God, I don't know. Like the the lines are, they say I sold out and big bid my dignity, but the truth is the devil sold his soul to me. That's mm. fucking powerful. You know what I mean? Metal is fuck. Like, like, it's like saying the <laughs> devil ain't shit. I'm the one. You know what I mean? I'm that like, fucking guy. I fucking love that so much. Every single time I hear it again, I'm just like, ah, like, let's fucking go, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. This is what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. That's, that's a fucking great song, though. Yeah. Absolute hit. Oh, my God. Yeah. 100%. I had one more set of lyrics I want to mention from this song, too. Oh, and before I get too far, the chorus of the song is fucking amazing. Yes. Immaculate. Fucking but the breakdown, yes. the lyrics, the... uh the greatest trick that the devil did was convince the world that he doesn't exist. I fucking love that. And then you get more of like the, the Skyrim uh, vocals right at the end of the breakdown. Yeah. No. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> like it's, yeah. fucking, it's so <laughs> fucking cool, dude. I love uh. it so much. But yeah, man. And then uh, 
oh god that note he hits in the sing screams right at the end you know what i'm saying where it's like um the right before the chorus kicks back in he says uh after all the hell i over game like fucking just comes out <laughs> swinging i love it yeah i uh, i love it dude i fucking love it this song's so good man it's this is where i what i consider like a little three-piece mini story of the album. This is the start of what I would consider the story to go through from here to the next two songs, right? So, again, I agree with you. This song is a smash hit, undeniable, like, fucking killer. I can 100% understand why they chose this to be a single because this song, like, it's so, again, they're fucking doing it again. It's so different than any song on the first half of the album because it's like, it's, the, the way that they do this really well is with the vibe of the track, which again leads back to the post-production, you know what I mean? And the obviously the performance. Like, if you listen to all four of these songs back to back to back to back, it's so many different, like, Kingdom of Hearts is regret. Running in circles is like a, um, the, like the lyrics in that song, like, we're gonna live forever and I've never felt so sure. Like, it's almost like it's, it's looking upward, you know, it's feeling... Um, content or confident or happy with yourself, whatever. Then you go to careful what you wish for. And that's the flip side of the coin that I feel like he's starting to talk about here, which is fame, right? Like he yeah. talks about it in Kingdom of Cards, you know. Um, what was it? I thought I wanted legacy. I thought I wanted fame. I didn't know I'd lose all my loved ones in exchange. And then you hit running with circles. That's almost like the the lift up of like, oh, we're do we're making it. We're doing it. And then careful what you wish for. Quite obviously, from the title of the song, you get what the song's going to be about. Right. Be careful what you wish for because you don't know the hell I've carried this far all on my own. And then you hit the hell I overcame. Right. It could be, you know, punching back at anybody that's tried to, you know, make him feel less than or make, you know. One thing you hear a lot, it's mentioned in the song, that a band sold out because they're getting bigger. You know right. what I mean? And then the next one, Dethrone, Ugh. sounds so, again, so fucking different than any song so far, which I really love. Because it just, it really takes all the heavy elements, and that's this whole song. Yeah. See, so, I I don't know. I think I heard somewhere on an interview from them mm -hmm. that, like, well, this is one of their more popular songs. It's one of their least favorite. Really? Well, so due to the fact, like, I could just be talking out my ass right now. Yeah. I'm 90% sure I'm not. Yeah. But it was like, they basically wrote the song to, like, just be a spoof, kind of. Really? Yeah. You <laughs> know, like, I could almost like, see that. Like, 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 they're like, this is the song that we put the least effort into, and it's the one that's going to pop us off the most. Well, again, it makes sense. Like, it's it's such a, again, a simple track. You know, it doesn't yeah, really. sound like it, per se, to, like, I could imagine, like, a, a casual listener would be like, oh, that's fucking crazy sounding, but... It's very simple. Like, even in the video, the fucking, yeah. like you mentioned, the bassist is playing with one, one fucking string. It's not a difficult song. Yeah. Um, But it carries the through line through the rest of the album. And it's, oh, God. It, even if they don't like it, it's good. Like, it, the least amount of effort that you put into a song sometimes can really make a song pop because you're not overthinking it. You're just doing it. You know what I mean? Oh, fuck. And, yeah, this song goes so hard from the beginning. It's just like. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, like, once again, just circling back, imagery, imagery, imagery mm -hmm. in this album. And they but did a really like, good job with the music video to oh, yeah, punctuate absolutely. that. Absolutely, they fucking did. But I don't know, just like the fucking symbolicism of basically denouncing God. Mm -hmm. I don't know, that's that great with me. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Like when I when I hear this song, the what I think of is quite literally exactly what I saw in the video. Yeah, it, it's like some sort of hell. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you're like you're stuck in this place, 
denouncing the, uh, a god, whatever it is, you know. And yeah, fuck it. Oh, oh, oh. God, I love this song so much. Oh, man. it's so fucking angry. And it I really is. Like, I don't know. I think we mentioned this in the Bring Me the Horizon, but like, makes me want to punch people in a very friendly way. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, bam, I'm sorry. I just had to get that out. You just know, like. like yeah, I love you, man, but you're about to get your shit rocked. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> no joke there, dude. And yeah, man, this... If you know Bad Omens, you know this song. Like, right now, they're touring with uh, one of the coolest... Again, like, I'm going to have to talk about this because I think part of this song's story is going to have to lead to what they're doing with it now. Have you seen the videos of the the concrete jungle? Like, shit yeah. that they do? Yeah, I'm Leads so sad we song. missed out that, oh, on dude. that. Me fucking two because so, we saw them right before yeah basically when we saw them they were on tour with spirit box but who was the headliner i think it was under oath maybe under oath was the headliner yeah and this this go around they're touring and they're the headliner they're touring mm-hmm. and so the budget just goes crazy but they also kind of figured out like their stride in that sense with like crowd control and stuff mm-hmm. and mr noah is doing some absolutely fucking bonkers shit mm-hmm. right now i don't know like aesthetically, as they are on stage, it's one of my favorite performances I've ever seen. I like, agree. Everything's I agree. pretty cohesive, and like they're fucking, they all just look slick as shit. Damn right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they just do a they they put on a great performance. I agree, and it's you know it's crazy too. We, we were talking a little bit about how good of a performer Noah is live. Um, Noah Sebastian, by the way, we haven't mentioned this. He's the singer of the band, but um. His ability to take this song and make it better live, yeah, is so fucking crazy to fucking me. Fucking astounding, yeah. Honestly, because they really do give this song a whole new life live. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Fucking, I was genuinely blown away by like at points how close or better he sounded to the album. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, it almost seemed like it was fake, but then he would do something, and I'd be like, oh, shit. That has to be. Yeah. You know? Because he really is. He's so fucking good, it makes you question shit. Like, like, being a vocalist myself, I watch him, and I'm like, I'm going to quit. I got no chance. (laughs) It's like watching a kid prodigy do what you're doing better than you. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm sure this... I don't know how old this fucking guy is. But um, he fucking... He just makes it look so effortless and so easy. He's so, like free vocally to do whatever the fuck he wants live and it's so awesome to watch happen like as much jealousy is in my heart that i wish i was half as talented as this man is he fucking like it's it's amazing to watch happen because he really is so good yeah and it's punctuated i think live in some ways by this song particularly the way they perform it and even the performance on the fucking album it fits this album super well it's super like again i would say grungy almost like it's like absolutely it feels dirty and filthy and thick like it's just so what's the word i'm looking for here it's like where you can feel something that isn't there tangible tangible maybe i think that might be there's another word that i think i'm looking for but fuck it i don't got like a jamie to go and look this shit up for me so i'm I'm, I'm on my own yeah no, it's all good. <laughs> but uh, I, I think you'll get like listening to this, you'll get what I'm saying. Like it's it's, yeah, it's very. Um, God, that's gonna fucking bug me now. It's like a. It starts with a V. Fucking goddamn it. Word for a thick feeling that isn't real. Viscous. The, no, no. God, visceral. this doesn't help me either. Visceral. That's yeah. the fucking word. Visceral. Yes. It's visceral. You can fucking feel it. And I love it. 
The yeah. song's so good. You know this song if you know Bad Omens. If not, go listen to it. I want to warn you to anybody who's not a heavier music fan, it is on the heavier side, but I think there's something you can grasp onto, which we'll talk about too. The chorus is catchy. How yeah. do you make a fucking, a literal, like, no singing chorus super catchy? Good on them. Because it's super fucking, like, it gets stuck in your head. Like, hearing it, again, I hear it on those, I heard it on those ads for the longest time. Yeah, Jacob's, like, rocking out because he can fucking feel it right now. Like, it got stuck in my head so easily. The, here am I, take me to the pearly gates. Like, I fucking love it, dude. It's so good. This song's Ugh. so good. Breakdown's yeah. fucking killer. That call out, the dead meat. It's, again, like, it's, it's so good. This song, like, it just, it makes me fucking happy. Yeah. As a metalhead to listen to something this like just yeah, just like almost a spoof like you were saying. Like it's just like it's so heavy. It's like what are we doing? You know what I mean? Right. Like, what's like, happening here? Really? It is so good really? though. I fucking love it. Yeah. But yeah, Dethrone, a fucking banger hit. Like there's no question. Yeah, absolute bob. And then this is the last what I would consider like almost a trilogy between the stories here and it's blood. Yeah. I love this song too. Really, really good. A lot, I've seen a lot of people say that they don't like this song. I don't get why. I don't either. It's a different well, vibe again. It's, it's a little slower, so maybe that's like where it's getting kind of people thrown. But right? I mean, like even so, like you listen to any album, dude. Usually, the heavy song right after it is the slowest song on the album, which this isn't even. You know right. what I mean? It's it's way more up, and I really dig it. The post production is really cool. I yeah. don't know why, but a lot of the post production on this album. You ever seen the movie Ferngully? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to hear me out a little bit. A lot of the post-production on this album reminds me, there's one part in the movie Ferngully. I don't know why it reminds me of this, but like where they're, the uh, Hexus, the big bad oil guy is back, right? And they're all going into this like big tree to like basically hibernate and run away because they're all going to die. I don't know why. All the post-production on this half of the album reminds me of that movie so fucking vividly. That's and crazy. I can't explain. I'm going to show you afterwards. I that straight part. up do not remember anything about Ferngully other than I watched it. Go watch it. Cause it's, actually, <laughs> like, it's one of those movies that still holds up, I think, huh. pretty well. And plus, Tim Curry plays the bad guy. And Tim Curry's awesome in anything yeah. he fucking does. But, um, yeah, man, this song is cool. It really takes the, like, hints of that, like, Celtic Skyrim-y vibe and, like, the Viking-esque vibe and throws it at you in the fucking chorus of this song. Yeah. With the, uh, like, the, what is it? It's in our blood. It's on our, what is it? Is it brain? It's on our brain, yeah. No. Uh, no, no. It's in our breath. No, it's on our you breath. Were right. you it's were in right. the taste between life and death. I fucking, ah, God, I love it. Yeah, it just, yeah. And again, the verses are super, like, I don't know how you would, like, what genre specifically I would consider the verses to be. I always want to call it punk for some reason. I don't fucking know why, but, like, punk core. Because it's like that, and the fucking drums are doing crazy shit. I don't know, bro. I'm not I'm not a genre-file. I don't know all this yeah, shit. But, I don't know shit about genres. But it's really cool. It's a, it's a weird juxtaposition between where the song starts, what the verses are, and then the chorus going right back into the verses. And, like... It's it's a it's an interesting track. So if, if if maybe this was one that you didn't give a chance on the first go through, I would say go, do it again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Easy. Cuz it's really good and again it carries the tradition of a song not sounding like another one. Yeah. On this album. There's such a weird through line through this album that like I I haven't fully grasped yet, but because I think of how unique I feel like every song on this album is to the one before it because it's you hear one, and then you start the next one, and you're like, hmm, 
this is not what I was expecting. You know what I mean? Like any, like not any other band, but any random band could have just wrote an album full of songs as good as one song on this album is, and it would have been great. Yeah. But they they take it and they switch it, and it's just it's all yeah. over the place, and it's really good for that reason. Yeah, I fucking I don't know. I like this song a lot, and I feel like it's kind of relatable mm-hmm. for me at least. You know, like running in circles and I can't escape. Yeah. Because I mean, I don't know. A lot of people feel trapped in like a cycle of mm-hmm. either their own doing or outside doing or whatever and it's relatable in that sense or fuck maybe i just got depression i don't know yeah I mean, <laughs> there's a good chance of that. but yeah like um yeah man i don't like as, as good as this song is i don't really feel like there's a whole lot that i can say about it it's it's very it's different again and i think that's a good thing in context of this album that every single song can catch such a different vibe and this one even it's angry but it's a different angry than the hell i over uh the hell i overcame and dethrone so yeah. I, it's it's cool it's what i'll call the angry trio it's the conclusion and it's weird how they took anger and made three completely different songs with it it feels like absolutely and yeah. i love it yeah this song's a hit again there's no denying it there's no questioning it it's a good fucking song blood now next we go to Mercy. Bro, was I, I was doing the wrong song. Huh? What were you thinking of? Running in circles. Still. <laughs> we did that like six songs ago. <laughs> I know, bro. But it's just, I said like, it's relatable running in circles. Like, oh my gosh. I didn't even catch it, to be honest I with you. I didn't either until I was thinking about it. I was like, hold up, we're on blood. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. What do you want to say about blood? Fuck. I don't know. It's such a good song, though. Yeah. Really, just over in general. It's fucking. Yeah. It's good. Gas. gas absolute bop yep yeah 100 absolute bop we'll go with that man maybe that'll be the new one that i add in is a bop <laughs> it's an bop. absolute bop just bop yeah uh so next is mercy now this is where the album takes on a different tone i would i would put this closer to careful what you wish for but then again it's very individual this song in particular really hits with me being a person as you know who grew up and i've talked about it quite a few times in like a christian household a religious household um, and just kind of seeing the world the way that it is. I really rock with the chorus of the song because it's how I feel. The If God came down from his kingdom, if he came down from his home, and we asked him if he'd take us back, he would surely tell us no. You know what I mean? It's It's so... It's just like heartbreaking to me almost. It's like admitting how fucked up the world is for the first time. Yeah. You know? And it hurts. Like, he says it earlier. What is it? When we fade into nothing, when we go up in the smoke, we'll beg God for a mercy that he knows we'd never show. It's just like, yeah, it really is to me what this song means is admitting how fucked up the world is. Yeah. And how it's not changing and how there's a lot of people who, quite frankly, are terrible fucking people and show, you know, no mercy to the people around them. They're not compassionate. They're not anything. But the second shit goes wrong, if there's a God and he shows up, They'd be begging to be let in. Yeah. And he'd be like, uh, hopefully, he'd be like, fuck you. Like, you ideally, you terrorized <laughs> and you victimized and you destroyed not only yourself, but the people around you. You know, and you lifted yourself up on this pedestal. No, I'm going to kick that shit out from under you, bro. Like, yeah. Yeah, I fucking love this song, man. I didn't at first. Again, this is another one that I didn't like at first. I think it's my aversion to sadder songs. But once yeah. I felt it, I felt it. Yeah, no, I feel like, I don't know, this shit hit hard from the first listen. Yeah. Like, just like the age-old analogy of, like, can't lead a horse to water. Mm-hmm. He kind of put a twist on that, like, give sight to the blind. 
but you can't force them to see. Mm-hmm. You could take us back in time, but it wouldn't change the thing. Exactly. Like, that's fucking intense. It is. And because this- honestly, like that's absolutely facts. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like you could, you could, like we could, from this point, go back and try to fix all our failures. We find a new one immediately. We come back and there'd be a million other things. But there's there's nothing that we would change mm-hmm. really because at the end of the day, like. On average, people, we kind of fucking suck, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the last track said, it's in our blood. Like, yeah. we are, we are yeah. going to fuck up, and we are going to fuck this world up, and we're going to fuck people up. We're going to destroy because it's in our nature. <laughs> yeah. He dropped his vape again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, like, this song really resonates with me as someone, like, I would consider myself to be a reluctant pessimist. Or maybe just a realist. I feel like I don't know. Like I see uh, the world for what yeah. it is. Like, or at least I think I do. You know, I don't. I don't I'm not convinced that I know anything. But like, if I if I feel like I'm right about one thing, it's that I see all the shit that's going on in this world, and I know that like what like how are we gonna change it? We fucking can't. Like, I I do not believe wholeheartedly that there's a positive way out for all of us. No. You know what I mean? I want to believe that. Shit, I mean, I'm I'm writing a concept record right now based on trying to find some sort of a like a standing ground between everybody, and it's 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 it can be difficult when you know, like the vibe of this song, like when you realize that, yeah, it it's not it's not going to change anything. Nothing is going to change, and it's heavy. It's fucking like it's not you know like instrumentally heavy. It's not like a metalcore song, but it is emotionally and lyrically and Extremely I mean even heavy. instrumentally yeah. very heavy. Just like yeah it just like it's like a weight on your shoulders i love this song man it really does carry the imagery again it carries the through line of you know like yeah the, the this song again is super different than the rest of them if if you know say what you want to maybe instrumentally these songs could be not all that different but energy wise vibe wise lyrically it's so different again than any other song i i can't give this anything other than like a sad boy hit yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I, I relate with that. Oh, God, man. And this sad boy hour is 24-7 around here, family. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I fucking love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've started to open up to it a little bit more recently. Like, I'm I'm listening to, to Dayseeker now. Man, yeah, Dayseeker fucking slaps. Yeah, which, I mean, I've, I'm again, it's another train that I'm late to the party on, but I just, like, Normally sad songs I don't really rock with. I'm kind of growing past that, which is part of the reason why I wanted to do this podcast in the first place. Just get exposed to new shit and like, you know, hopefully be yeah. able to you know, make peace with whatever the hell is causing my aversion to certain things. Listen, I'm gonna talk a little bit of shit about my boy Brendan right here. Let's do it. You can't you cannot tell this man to do anything. He will not fucking do it. He won't listen to albums he don't want to listen to. He won't watch TV shows he won't listen don't want to do it. Because if he sees or here's one sad thing about it. He's like, no, I'm not fucking doing it. <laughs> correct. It's funny. It's funny. But at the same time, I'm like, fuck, just get past that shit. It's, it's time. Hang on, folks. My drummer is calling me, so we'll be right back. Of course. And we're back. And yeah, like, you're right, dog. I know I don't. It's the rebel in me. Like, it's it's hard it's out here for fucking pimp. not. It's, it's, it's hard it's, out here for a pimp. It's, <laughs> <laughs> man, I've been trying to convince this man to watch like six different TV shows for years. Yeah. And he won't. I know. It's dude, guy. I don't know what it is. Like I I really like I do this with everything and I've talked about it a little bit in context of like this episode in particular. I like I don't listen to people. Like I like I have to like do it on my own. Like I can't do it because somebody told me to. Otherwise, I'm just like mm. 
You know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah. Like I have to find it myself and then I'm like, oh, okay, gotcha. And then I'll come back and I'll talk with you about it and be like, you know, I'll admit like, yeah, you're right. 100%. Yeah, I, I should have but... listened to it. I, I did fuck up by not being on it. But like, I really, I need to work on that, bro. Because like <laughs> I avoided Game of Thrones the Forever. entire time yeah, that it yeah, was on yeah. until like, I think it was 2020. Again, funny that this album, that and all this shit happened at the same time. But like, <clears throat> that's when I watched it for the first time and I was like, shit. Why didn't I watch this? Like, what the fuck? I could have been on the hype train, but I'm always like, nah. Like, I'm unfortunately doing that with Sleep Token right now. And I, I know, consciously bro. understand that I'm doing it, but I don't fucking do anything about stopping it. Like, I don't... Oh, God, it pisses me off. It pisses me off that I do this. <laughs> and I'm the one that's fucking doing it. But, like, I know I need to I know I know need to get past that and just hop on the train. Because yeah, being I, on the hype train with shit, like, is, it's kind of fun, man. Yeah. I don't know. And, like, like I'm going to see, like, even in context of this i'm going to see sleep token a little right. bit like i might as well learn a couple of the fucking songs yeah you so probably I'm, should know yeah. the entirety of the album yeah if i'm honest with you because oh it's God. fucking good i've listened to it a couple times if we're gonna, I have do, listened a, to it a couple if, times. If we're gonna do round three a podcast that's gonna be on take me back to eden i uh i think hannah's actually taking that one unfortunately. son of a bitch <laughs> i'm sorry bro. <laughs> but yeah that, maybe she she's torn between three right now okay it's either the new crown album i think or sleep token or the newest fit for a king album well she should make you fucking listen to sleep token i have listened to it i have listened to it a couple times twice is not enough it's not enough i know it's really good i've comprehended that it's good but now i'm gonna use this as an excuse but like with everybody that's hit me up to do a podcast i have so many fucking albums that i'm listening to right yeah now. no and that's that's honestly fair yeah like i i was listening to two this week and then or no three this week because i had these two and then another one from a uh, guest that i'll have in a couple weeks and then like i've got two more after that that i'm doing like it's a like I love I love that I'm doing this. Don't get me wrong, but like I'm at work and I'm like shit. Like I basically just put all five albums on back to back to back to back over and over all day long, and I'm like, cool. Like this is my life now. Neat. But yeah, in my spare time, I need to sit down and listen to Sleep Token. Yeah. Honestly, I think it might be. I think it might have to do with some sort of a jealousy thing. If I'm being honest and completely honest with myself, is like I hear these amazing things coming out of these different bands, and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Like it's just like I'm like I feel <laughs> shitty, and then I'm like. I don't want to listen to something this fucking good. Like, I'm going to feel worse about myself yeah. now. But then I do, and I'm like, this is really good. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's... God, I forgot where we were on this fucking album. Where are we right now? Are we still on fucking Mercy? Yeah, we're still on Mercy. Fuck, uh, I guess to tie, tie Mercy up, it's a fucking gas song. It it's, is a gas it's a, song. It's a bop. Yeah. It's, yeah, it does not let down. Like, the, uh, in context... All these songs so far have been fucking banger hits. Amazing. This one's no exception. Next, just to close this up, we got Said and Done. No, not close up the album, but you know what I'm saying. Said and Done. This God one, diggity damn. Absolutely God diggity damn, dude. Yeah. This one is like vocally probably my favorite yeah. song on, on, on the album. It's one of mine. It's one of mine. I think it's, it's not a... I don't have any problems with this song. I don't know why I'm setting it up like I do. Uh, again, super different, man. Like... In context of what he's singing about, it's uh, it's it's different. It's you know, it starts with "Old friend, don't you see me with my soul on my sleeve and my heart left to beat underground." Like it's like immediately you're like, "Is this the same?" Like this feels so different already. Like it's been a lot of, I guess, like broad strokes painting the images, right? Like it's not one thing in particular. Where this, it feels like it's very specific. You know, I think I've actually read him say that he doesn't really. He either I don't think he talks about what these songs are about because they're personal to him. Do you know what I mean? Or maybe he said that he doesn't. I don't remember. I think it was that. I'm pretty sure it was that. That basically he keeps it close to the chest. It's for him. 
which I respect that, especially because the mystery of that gives so much life to the music in a new way. And with songs like this in particular, it can mean anything to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's one thing I really love about music is that it really, really, really can just the artist could have written it about one specific thing. We talked about this a lot on the podcast I recorded last week with Cameron homesick, but just like, it can really mean anything to you. And then you hear the meaning of the song and you're like, Holy shit. Like I never would have fucking guessed that that's what this was. Fuck. I don't know. I think he's about writing this shit about somebody in specific. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) But like you can attach it to any situation in your life personally. At least that's how I listen to music. I'm always attaching it to myself. Yeah. You know, which that's what I was kind of getting at is that this could mean anything while it does seem so like this could be exactly about one thing, you know, it's great. The chorus of the song I will say is super fun. I like it a lot. The, Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I feel like I'm talking a lot. What do you got to say about it, bro? I don't know. (laughs) Fuck, I'm not good at this. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've done this like seven times, and I'm still just like, uh, uh like, <laughs> I don't know what the yeah. fuck to say. Yeah, I just I love know. music. I'm just here to love yeah. music and talk with my friends. That's kind of where it's at for me, too. I mean, I don't know. Just as a whole, this album is so fucking good. But, like, vocally, I think it's just like, I don't know if it's the pacing or if it's how fucking brutally high he goes in this. Mm-hmm. Or what? But like, it just hits me right in the nuts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what Are I'm you saying. Talking about the uh, the the like the refrain or the bridge. Yeah. The oh god, yeah, that is so good. Oh, it's just so fucking. That's what's crazy too is you start to hear little hints of where Noah is going to go vocally on this album, and this yeah. is one of them. In the part where he says, uh, "I waited," but I think it's "I waited," but nobody. Hang on, what is it? I waited, but nobody called. I waited for nothing at all. Yeah, and then it just like yeah, it's so like. It's different than what you're hearing from him the majority of this because a lot of the choruses he's doing that like super aggressive screaming on pitch, I'd almost call it. And then you hit parts like this where he's you see here, this dude has got a very beautiful, clean voice, like with no distortion. Oh, it's astounding. It is. And you really hear a lot of that on the next album, but it's like it's cool to kind of just notice little hints of where we were going. Yeah. And you probably wouldn't have picked up on that like at the time of the album releasing. But then the death the peace of mind came out and i was just like fuck like i remember it too shit's good yeah yes but i remember talking with hannah once in the song we're going all the way back to the beginning now but kingdom of cards the yeah part that i'll do it all over when he's singing that super high up note hannah was like oh like do you think that's another person i was like i'm pretty sure that's him yeah and she was like there's no fucking way that's him like and then you know you listen to stuff like on the death of peace of mind and you're like oh yeah, that, like that was definitely him that's back then. Him. Yeah, because yeah. you hear the notes he's hitting on this album and how effortless he's doing it. It makes complete sense. Yeah, his range is fucking astounding. Unmatched. Unmatched in our scene right now, I think. He's really killing it. Like yeah. we've we've had vocalists who are amazing, don't get me wrong, and have unmatched talent, showmanship, whatever. This is the one right now. Yeah, he's he's the guy right now. He really is. And he they deserve every fucking bit of it. Because they are doing some killer fucking work. Well, he's the guy in my opinion. Yeah. I don't know. At least up there. Because, like, just in terms of, like, how commanding his presence is on stage. Amazing. It's fucking intense. It's crazy to watch happen. And then he's a beautiful man, just saying. He fucking is. gorgeous. He's a handsome um, dude, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, like, he's got it going for him. Yeah. And I fucking can't. Like, I, w- I would be lying if I said I wasn't jealous. But, like, but just the Im- insane amount of talent in this band overall. Like, I don't know. If I remember correctly, they are self-produced. Yep. 
I think so. Which is fucking mind blowing. It's actually part of the reason why we're doing that is because we yeah. saw that they did it and we were, we were like, fuck. I mean, yeah. let's give it a shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't but know. Yeah. Like, but I don't even know if they outsource for like a mix and master or anything. I don't know either. If I'm honest like, with you. Like when I looked it up, can't, can't find anybody. I literally, all I see is two the two of them. I think it's uh, Joaquin or Joe. I don't know how to pronounce that dude's name. I am so very sorry. But like even looking at the credits for the songs on Spotify, you get... Um, yeah, it's uh, Joaquim. I'm gonna. That's how I'm gonna pronounce it. Which is their guitarist, and then Noah, and that's it. Produced by, uh, I think it's produced by them. Yeah. So it's just like fuck. Like, not only are they super talented in the ability to write songs and perform songs, but they fucking got the producing down. Like that's yeah. It's just like self-made extraordinary. That's mm-hmm. fucking. I don't know. That shit is always wildly impressive to me. It's the fucking goal for me, man. Like I to be able to do everything yourself just seems yeah. so cuz it's your vision. That's another thing I think is really lends its credence to this album and songs like this is their vision they're able to fully flesh out because they're doing everything themselves. There's not another voice coming in and telling them, "Well, I think maybe we should do this." It's just them being completely honest. And I love that and I think it really translates well within this album. You know? Said and done is, yeah, to, to get back to it, this is what I love about the conversations with you, though, dude, is we can go on so many different, like, topics at once. Like, and then circle we, back. Yeah, 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 which we did really well, I think, with the Sepaternal album, at least. I think so. But, um, yeah, with this, too, man, to get back to this song, dude, uh, it's it's another one of my favorites on this album. Um, It's right next to my favorite, one of my favorites. I think probably my number two favorite song on the album. Um, So it... It doesn't necessarily suffer in a comparison light, but like I'm like by the time I hear the song, I'm like, oh fuck, I know like one of my favorite songs is coming next, one of my absolute favorite songs. So I'm gonna give this one a smash hit. It's amazing. You get to hear a, d- a different side. I can't really remember if he's done anything like this so far in this, um, in this album. But you get to hear a new side of Noah on this too, which is really cool. And then you move on to the next track. So what would you what would you rate this song? Gas. Gas. <laughs> I'll take it, bro. I'll take it. Yeah, we're just going to keep using different like adjectives. Yeah. <laughs> it's just spoken a bop. It's gas. It's a hit. That's going to be my next. I think, you know, that's actually a good idea. Just allowing the guests to say whatever the fuck they want for it instead of just limiting it. That's a good idea, Jacob. Listen, you can't put me in a box, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you can't put baby in the corner. Um, so the next one is honestly my favorite. I think it's tied. It's tied. Fuck, for I think it's probably might be my favorite. And it's burning out. Oh. Again, whole different vibe. Whole different vibe. What did you not think Burning Out was next? Oh, I was getting way too deep. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it again, looking, bro. Looking, looking way too ahead this time. Yeah. I was behind, now I'm ahead. Yep. I'm a race car driver. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. But yeah, Burning Out. This is one of my favorites. If not, like, tied for my favorite spot on this album. Yeah. I love this fucking song, man. It's so good. It's, um... It takes a bit of like the the earlier side of the song, like the album that you're hearing, like you know the like the upbeat kind of we're gonna live forever vibe of like running with circle or running in circles, and then it takes like the uh, the more down chilled out verses of like um, careful what you wish for and like mercy and all this shit, and they really blend it together into one really cool song with an amazing chorus that just like. It's such a sing-along chorus, which I've mentioned this before. I fucking love, dude. If you give me something that feels good to sing along to, like I can imagine at a show just sitting in the crowd and singing it, I'm going to fucking love it immediately. Yeah. And this song does that really well. Yeah. 
Now, I don't know my structure as well mm-hmm. as I probably should. It's okay. Um, <laughs> but the fucking, is that like, I was lost? No. That's the chorus, the part that you're singing right there. Yeah. I was lost, but now I'm found under the lights and in the sounds. Singing, singing loud. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, I'm just gonna keep staring you down yeah. until you fucking finish the song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's great, man. Uh, what, what's the part you're looking for? Uh, no, that was it. Yeah. Oh, that was it. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. No, good. I fucking love that shit. It's so good, man. I it's fucking so good. love that shit. I love. It's such a simple little post production thing in the very beginning, but it's the you hear the dig ding dig ding. Hey, like everybody just yelling. Hey, all at once. I fucking love that so much. It gets me hyped every time. It gives me goosebumps. I'm getting goosebumps to fucking talking about it right now, dude. I fucking love it. I love this fucking song, bro. This is my tied for my favorite spot. What, bro? Uh, I was looking for the goosebumps, but then I forgot you have no hair on your arms. Yeah. <laughs> Just... Yeah. I shaved my arms. Look, man, I put a lot of money into the tattoos on yeah. my arm. No, I can't blame you, but it was just like I, I remembered. Yeah. Everybody always like, anybody time somebody like brushes against my arm, they're like, Ugh. like they recoil. Smooth. Like I'm like a fucking monster. Smooth. Yeah. But you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of this song, Doug? I fucking love this song. Yeah. I think you yeah, said that about every single song on this album so far, which I love. It's, 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 it's not going to change. No. Yeah. Like through and through this album is definitely, like I said, in my top 10 all time albums. Fucking 500%. Yes. Maybe even top five. I, I would. Know. I would say top five for me. I would say top three for me. I think, and that's crazy. Fuck, it's really hard for me to quantify. Like, yeah, just like with the amount of music I listen to. But like, if we're talking just like front to back, not a fucking skip on the album, it's got to be top five. Mm-hmm. Easy for me. Hundred percent. I like. I almost want to put this on a whole different tier because it. it while it, it, you know, it's a it's a metalcore and a rock album. Yeah. It feels so different than anything else. Like I've never found an album like this. I think kind of what initially got me into it was, fuck, I think Lee said something about like, oh yeah, he kind of reminds me of like Bring Me the Horizons. And I was like, okay, I'll give that it a listen. That was a comparison that got a lot because vocally, and I mean even stylistically for the first album, I don't know if this was intentional or what, but it carried a lot of the same vibes of like the Sempaternal era, yeah. Bring Me the Horizon, but they shattered that with this album, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, they, they made it their own, at least. At the very minimum, they mm-hmm. made it their own and did a really great job with that. Which I respect that, you know what I mean? Taking a specific era of something you really love and, like, making it your own, making it new and fresh. They do that really well. That's what I hope to do, you know what I mean? Like, I, I would love to take the era of music that I love specifically so much and bring a new life to it. Yeah. Because I, like, I'm... I, I say this, and then there's bands like Sleep Token out there. I have a hard time really believing that we're going to find a whole lot of new holy original things these days. Fuck, yeah. I mean, like, Sleep Token Sleep really Token's the one, you know what I mean? Kind of put some perspective in it for me. Like, I don't know, they they link, like, three different genres together in a single fucking song. Mm-hmm. That's, that's wild. Like, they do well. They do it's well weird. at it. But it's, it's, that's like, it's, thing. it's, like, so weird and different, but I fucking love it. I think that's kind of part of just life, is when you think, like, there's no way we can come up with something new they do yeah you know what i mean but like to be able to take something that like obviously you're so passionate about and you love so much and really make it your own put your own voice your own perspective your own sound onto it i really really enjoy that a lot um and yeah this this album does it really well i think too you know what i mean like it really their first and i'm not shitting on it the first album never really hit with me super hard i don't know why it just like but this album feels like they really found their own space. They found their own, you know, 
they found themselves it feels like it feels natural almost and i really fuck with it for that i can't even like i i, I know the hmm hmm I really don't know as many of the songs off of the fucking first album as I I thought I did. I think I know Malice, Glass Houses, and there's one more on there. Let me let me do some quick research here to just kind of prove my well not prove my point, but just yeah. Exit Wounds, that's the other one I know. The Worst in Me was a huge single off of that one too. But yeah, this album I think just this was where I really connected with Bad Albums. I mean or Bad Omen, sorry. Um I said bad albums, <laughs> but like this album made me get them tattooed on my, like I have a music arm for anybody that doesn't know where I have all of my favorite bands tattooed on my arm. And yeah, this album, I remember falling so in love with it that I was like, I got to get this on me. So I got their crown of thorns logo on my the yeah. back of my elbow. I fucking love this album so much, man. And this song is one of the standouts for me. Another one that I feel like people don't talk about enough. Because this song yeah, is really there's, there, good. But there's a lot of those on this album. There really is. I think it's just and, a testament to how good this album is. I talked about this a lot with Homesick again last week. There's so many amazing songs on that album that, that like, some it's of them tough. kind of get drowned out. Because you know? of, like, like that album alone has, like, four of the biggest songs in the metalcore scene ever made. The last one. And this one, like, it's the same deal. Like, you write such a good fucking album front to back that it's hard to be, like, you know, like for like so many of the songs are going to fall onto the wayside, even though they're still amazing songs on the same level as everything else because of the the way that people listen, the way that people consume music. Yeah, you know? I think that I'm kind of on the outside edge of how people consume music on average is like I will listen to an album until I'm 2000 percent burnt out on it. Like and then I can't listen to it for like six more months. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> you know? how like, I consume music. Like, I get and, so obsessive. You know what I mean? That I like I don't want to hear anything if I'm not hearing this. And if I'm not like completely invested in an album right at that time, like I'm wicked ADHD. It's all over the fucking place. Mm-hmm. But on average, like I will find an album and I will fucking listen to it till my ears bleed. Mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot of people do that these days. I think it's more the single game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or singles game. Which makes sense. I mean everything's moving so fast nowadays, it's tough to kind of sit down and spend time for a lot of people on just a full album so that's why everything's so singles based nowadays but i i will forever you know i I caught the tail end of it but i'll forever miss the days where it was an album that everybody was talking about it wasn't the singles it was the album as a whole that everybody was talking about you've hit that like four times i know bro it's i'm, I'm cramped he's posted up right by a shelf you can adjust if you need to Fucking, dog. i might <laughs> take your time while you're doing that i'll just talk about this song some more but yeah um you get more of that new kind of sound that we're not new sound i guess now but what i feel like i hadn't heard before from him noah on this with like the um there's the i think it's a bridge Again, I'm not even too good about this, but it's the part in the song where he goes, if good things must come to an end, we're not going out of frame because you can't just run from sadness when it runs inside your veins. He's doing that like that style of vocal that you hear a lot more on their next album mixed with what they're known for. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Jacob found my 3D Spider-Man glasses that I took from a ride at Disney and he just put them on. I'm feeling swagged out right now. It looks wild as hell, bro, because all I see is myself. You look like you look like the what's the dude from Resident Evil, Doctor Wesker. I don't know, but I feel like fucking Tony Stark. I'm just telling you oh right now. <laughs> <laughs> fucking ridiculous. That ride was a lot of fun, by the way. It's like a 4D experience. You're sitting in this thing, and it's like a digital screen, and you're just sitting yeah. there shooting webs out at it, that killing all lit. these bots. It was fun, but 
Yeah, this song's awesome. I don't really know if there's much more I can say about it. It's a fucking... Yeah, it's a bop, man. It's Banger fucking and a half. Gaius. Gaius. To put it in it's fucking Gaius. Yeah. But uh, so moving on to the next one. This is the song specifically. I'm going to show you that clip from Ferngully, and you're going to understand why. The post-production from this song in particular really makes me feel like I'm watching that scene in that movie. And it does a lot of service because it's got an extra nostalgia. Right? It's If I'm There. Yeah. Right? Or maybe it's Never Know. No, I don't think we've done If I'm There. Hold up. Yeah, it's okay, sorry, you're going to hear that for a sec. It is this song that I'm talking about in particular with the post-production. It's so interesting how super simple things can really, like, feel so familiar. For so, Like, the first time I listened to this, I felt that way. I'd never heard this fucking song before, but it took me right back to sitting at home and watching the old VHS that I had of Ferngully, which, it, if there's anybody out there that's listening to this and gets it, fucking commented on the post for this episode dude i just be like yes ferngly i get it bro i'm gonna make Jacob <laughs> right after this episode but this song's good again it's very different it's very chillaxed for being is a like i wouldn't say aggressive but as yeah. like the intro makes it feel like it's going to be another like whoa like a cra and it is a crazy mind-blowing song don't get me wrong i do like this one a lot too but it's very chilled and laid back for the most part would you agree yeah and you know, oppositionally to how, how I talk about how much I love angry music, this is very well probably might be my favorite album or my favorite song on the album. Really? 100%. I wouldn't have expected that, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't think... I don't know what it is. I think it's just like the vocals in it. Like, it just like... He does a really sits, good job. sits real good in my chest. Mm -hmm. it, it really does. It feels warm. Yeah, you it know just feels I mean? warm. Yeah. And like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is exactly, but yeah. it's just like... I think it's for me. It's the chorus. It's the lyrics in the chorus. Fuck, you know what I think it might be? Huh. Is it kind of reminds me of like that's the spirit from Bring Me the Horizon, like that kind the of follow like, you kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. And I, I fucking love that song. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a big part of like the reason that I like this one so much is it's just what made me resonate with this is like I was saying the chorus, right? But it was like around the time where like I was really kind of accepting because I have a hard time. I had a hard time accepting my like my feelings for people. Yeah. And at that time, not only was I like, and not to say that I'm not now, I'm making it sound like I'm not, but I like, I really was coming to terms with the fact of how much I love Hannah and how much I love my friends and my family. You know what I mean? Well, you know, we love you, dog. I know. <laughs> but like the chorus of the song, like, well, if I'm there to catch you when you fall, you'll have a friend down in hell after all. And if you're there to catch me when I fall, then maybe hell ain't so bad after all. Like... This yeah. song, the rest of the lyrics in this song feel really sad, but it that chorus just is so heartwarming, dude. Like, it just yeah. makes me feel so happy for the life that I'm living. And it's something I'm kind of coming to terms with. I was talking to Cameron about this last week, and I guess I was talking to you about it. I got an offer from that band. You remember I was telling yeah. you? And I was basically telling you the same thing I was telling everybody else that I was telling. Like, I'm, I'm for the first time in my life, I feel like I'm happy where I am. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm making music with my best friends in the whole world. I've got the fucking love of my life that I get to spend my time with. I've got my family close by and like, we're all so tight and you know, there's so much love between all of us that it's like, what more do I fucking need? You know what I'm saying? That's like, that's kind of the comfortability that I'm coming towards with my life at this point. I'm almost, I'm turning 25 in like two weeks. So like, you know, I'm still relatively young, but like, yeah, I just feel like I'm really coming to terms with it. And that's how this song makes me feel, listening to it now as opposed to then. 
Yeah. Is it really just makes me feel like I'm okay. You know what I mean? Like I'm good where I'm at. I don't need to like, I'm still, don't get me wrong. I'm still going to try and push the band to the success that I hope. But like, even like the weirdest one for me that I've had to come to terms with, because you know my philosophy on the band, bro. It's either I'm going to make it in a band or I'm going to die trying. Right. Now it's shifted into like this, like I'm okay with whatever happens at this point. You know what I mean? I've got my, I've got my people who've got my back and that's all I really care about. Yeah. I guess it's just like changing a perspective. You know what I mean? Your, your priorities change, your, your wants and your needs change. And that's kind I mean, of where fuck I'm at. It. I suppose it's part of growing up. I think so. You know what I mean? Like I dream and don't get me wrong. I still do of like being that musician that tours the world with a super successful band. And, you know, I'm singing all these songs and I'm helping as many people as I can with my music. But like, I, yeah, maybe it is just part of growing up where I'm just like, Hey, you know, I've got all this shit. A new game comes out every once in a while that I rip on. I'm having a great time, bro. Like, we I've got my great, podcast. It's a great time I, to be alive. Yeah. You know, like, I've got this podcast that I can do in the comfort of my own home and have my friends over and talk with me. I've got, you know, again, making music in the comfort of my own home. Like, that's what this song makes me feel. It's a warm fucking security blanket, dude. Like, what do I got to fucking worry about? Yeah, I fucking, I really like this track. I mean... It really does feel so separate from the rest of the album. It does. In, in like, tone. But it's fucking so good. It is. It's a standout on this, for sure. Like, normally the slower songs, like, it can be real hit or miss. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like and I think, I don't know. Maybe it's just, like, it's kind of like Just Pretend. Like, that's probably the slowest album on their, or the slowest song in their new album. Or most, like, radio-friendly. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like, this would be. Yeah. But for that purpose, it just, like, it fucking hits, man. It does, man. The message comes through loud and clear for me, I think. At least what it means to me, you know? And that's something I really like with a song when, like, it doesn't take, you know, a fucking analyst to sit down and, like, figure out what it means to you. When it just hits you and you know how it makes you feel, that's what I love. It, it's it's being in the moment, you know what I mean? Yeah. And living life. Like, that's how this song makes me feel. It's be happy, enjoy the moments, live. So yeah, I I really like, this is another song I think people need to go listen to and give more attention to because this song in particular is so so fucking good. Like it's yeah, just it's, it's so good. good. It's good. It's a warm blanket. It's fucking, you know what I mean? It's 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 home cooking. It's it's the good feelings in life to me. At least that's how this song makes me feel. And yeah, so I would say this is a fucking emotional hit for me. A content yeah. hit. Yeah. Content gayus. <laughs> 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 yeah yeah <laughs> gaios indeed yes and next we hit never know which weirdly enough i've never seen the fucking background to this wow that's pretty that's weird it's different than the rest of them i think yeah it's very much on its own in that regard this one's interesting too um again it's a i think this was the last song weirdly enough on the original release of this album it was never know mm. which is crazy we'll talk about that next which i'm gonna check no, no, this wasn't even on the last. It, if I'm there was the last song on the original album. So from here on, we're hitting the deluxe album. Oh yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know that at all. But yeah, this song's great too, man. It's another like jump vocally for Noah. You're hearing like I think maybe it's because it's the deluxe edition. Maybe he like took more time to kind of work on his craft and do some new things. But this song carries new shit. Like it's just it's 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 a new vibe to this album. I think, and it's really good. It it carries like the. I would say, again, the careful what you wish for vibe kind of. Yeah, I don't know. It's very interesting. What do you think of this one? I fucking love it. This is maybe this is top three on the album for me. Think so? 
Yeah, and that. I think it's once again just because like, while I really love you like heavy ass music, mm-hmm. I also really appreciate just raw fucking talent. And mm-hmm. like through his singing voice, like when he does more like clean shit throughout this album, it just really exemplifies himself like how talented he fucking was. I agree. I agree. And I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm not super familiar with like the their first album that they put out. Mm-hmm. Full length, I guess. It was from my understanding and from what I've heard, it's mostly the like the sing screamy kind of shit, you know. Yeah, and I think that's great. I do love that stuff. Yeah, but just like, yeah, no, he's so fucking talented. His ability to switch it up on a dime. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's got a very unique scream. I feel yeah. like, especially now, like on the the death of peace of mind, it's taken a whole new life, and it's very unique. It's very. It's very identifiable as him. And I think his yeah. voice is the same way. You know what I mean? Especially when he's doing this clean shit. Yeah. It's so like, that's him. Like, there's no doubt. You hear it and you're like, that's definitely, this is Bad Omens that I'm listening to right now. You know? Yeah, and I fucking love that. Me too. It's fucking good. Yeah, like, this song, like, it's not one that I, like, listen to super often. Or, like, pay too much attention to. I did on this most recent week's listen through. And yeah, it's good. I really like the chorus. Uh, it always reminds me, though, in... Uh, I don't know if you've watched Paradise City yet, the sequel show to American Satan. Have not. So the, there's a character in that show. Basically, his band is uh, Bad Omens. You mm-hmm. know how they do that? Like, they, yeah. they switch it up. Yeah, so his band is Bad Omens in that. And he's this kid. It's that kid, Cameron Monaghan. He was like a Disney Channel star that passed away. Not Cameron Monaghan. It's fucking... What's his name? Cameron uh, Boyce, maybe? Let me look it up. That's right. Yep, Cameron Boyce. So he plays the lead singer of this band. Basically, what he's doing is he's in a band. Um, and then on top of that, he's like a show promoter. And his band is the biggest one in the scene. And I I remember there's a shot of them like working on this song for the first time. So that's always... I don't know why. That's always what I associate this song with. And it's sad. Like His story in that show was really, really good. And I felt like really fleshed out really well. And like for him to... It, it makes me sad to think about because he, he had passed away not too long, like before the show had debuted, I'm pretty sure, from, I can't remember what, it was something, it was an illness that he had had or like a, a medical condition that he had had that like just, you know, it just unfortunately took him away. So that's something I think about, it, which is crazy, you know what I mean? It, it's not like he wrote this song or anything, but that's where I think most of my attachment to this song comes from, is from that TV show, which, again, you want to talk about me not watching shows that I've told, or that you've told me to watch. You're no better. You watch more fucking Avatar. <laughs> you you get you get through a season and a half of that. I will start it. Okay, I will. I'm actually already Probably a season not. in. You're I'm lying. I was gonna say I just gotta <laughs> go back and watch like six episodes, and you're like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> no, you haven't finished the first season. Tell me about it. <laughs> I got to the episode. I don't know. This is so wild. We're off on an Avatar talk again, but um, I got to the episode where they get to the. I think it's the Earthbenders place yeah. and. Oh God, Sokka, and what's her fucking name? Yeah, elaborate. Uh, his sister. Yeah, yeah. The water chick. I don't know what her mm-hmm. name is, but yeah, they get like trapped in crystal, and mm-hmm. Aang has to do a bunch of um, like shit to like you know get him out or whatever the fuck. I don't know. That's yeah, so that's King Boomy. Okay, King, <laughs> King Boomy. That's a nice. Name. I Katara. remember him being kind of a weird old man. They get trapped. I was in gonna say Kintara. crystal, but it's actually fucking like rock candy. Okay, oh, really? <laughs> and they're like, he's like, yeah, you gonna just age away out the whole fucking time? What the fuck? <laughs> okay, I didn't finish that episode. Then, on, I don't remember that. That shit. On, that, that episode was on crack. I did really like the episode where uh, they go to the air temple. Yeah, and everybody's dead. Everybody's yeah. gone, and he's like, 
that that was like heavy. I did like yeah, that, that a lot. shit's brutal. Yeah, there's a lot of really like, I don't know, for being a kids show. Even watching it, like watching it as an adult again, I feel like it like I think it's one of the consistently only, teaches me shit. Yeah, it's one of the only Nickelodeon shows that I felt like treated kids like adults because I feel like yeah. a lot of them don't. I uh, I look at Cartoon Network for a lot of that, which I missed a lot as a kid. Yeah. But like, there's even shit in Adventure Time where I see it and I'm like, oof, fuck that's heavy. You know what I mean? Or like the like, just, this is my favorite cup. Yeah, you see this cup? It's gone. It's gone. Yeah, and it's never coming back. Now I'm gonna let it go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like shit like that. I'm like. Damn, like, am I really learning shit from like a children's show right yeah. now? Yeah, and yeah, but gosh, to get back to Never Know, um, this is a good song. I I don't have too much to say about it. It's great. The chorus again. It's really like it's the first time we're hearing a full song with Noah doing his like at the time newer style of cleaner vocals. Yeah, I feel like which is cool. Uh, go listen to it. It's a great fucking song. It deserves your attention hundred percent. So. Yeah, this one's gayest too. Yeah, I, I'll give it a rating of gayest, 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 gayest. I'll give Fucking, it that too. Uh, but it's yeah, to like say. if you haven't heard it yet, go give it a listen. I mean, this is. Uh, one of them friendly for all audiences kind of songs. I, I agree. think it's fucking amazing. Yeah, well worth a listen. Hundred percent. Next, we hit limits, which. If anybody's a Bad Omens fan, you probably know this song. Which you know what's fucking crazy to me? One of their biggest singles from this album was a deluxe edition track. Isn't that wild? That like is that weird. never fucking happens. Yeah. Never fucking happens. And this song just blew up. It's good. Um it's really like... radio rocky, which I appreciate. You know, I, I'm not one to sneeze at a song that's like a radio track. I like radio rock for the most part. You know, I like a lot of basically if it's good rock music and good metal music, I fuck heavy with it already. And this song is an amazing rock song chorus is fun yeah i don't know i really like i, I like this song a lot instrumentally yeah it's good it's catchy yeah 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 i don't know instrumentally i really fuck with this one mm-hmm. vocally is great i don't know like i really don't have a single problem with any of the songs that these guys have put out no. in the last several years and honestly like i don't feel like i have enough to say about this song because i'm so excited to get to the next one. Oh fuck yeah i mean so like this song it, I feel like it's almost gratuitous to talk about it at this point. There's not a bad song on this album, deluxe or not. This song's amazing. I love it. I love the the fucking the bridge. The and you're pushing my limits. And it fucking yeah, it's good. It's a good song. Go listen to it. Go enjoy it. Go give it a listen. Go it's gay. Yeah, it's gay. <laughs> so next we come to my absolute favorite. I don't know why. I didn't know that this song was a cover for the longest time. I just broke the news to jacob before we started the podcast yeah i was blown away they did this song so well it is come undone this is a cover of the song come undone by duran duran and they do it so well and again like even with songs that they are covering they make it such a point to make every single song feel so different from the last one this song feels like nothing on the rest of the album. Like where Kingdom of Cards came in and was super different than what you're going to hear. This song is super different to close out the album. At least that's how I look at it. I look at deluxe albums as the album. Like I want to hear everything that you feel like you didn't get to put on this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so hearing the complete final version of this album end with this is really fucking cool to me. I love this song front to back. I love the... um. The tone in the guitar and the oh, uh, yeah. the effects behind it starting the song out, super fucking good. 
Yeah, listening to the original version of this song, I was kind of let down. Can't yeah. even lie. Like, they really took and made it their own, which is something I respect about a lot of covers. Like, yeah. I have, like, a weird crackpot theory on covers, for myself at mm-hmm. least, is, like, if I hear that first... Oh, 100%. I will love it more than the original every single time without fail. It's like that for me, for any version of a song. Like, even if it's just, like, an acoustic version of a song, if I hear that one first, that's the one I rock with the most. Again, I keep bringing this up, but I talked about this last week with Cameron and Homesick. There's an acoustic version of one of their songs, uh, another song about the weekend, and that was the first version of it I had heard. He had heard the full one first, so our opinions differed there. I really enjoyed that version more just because it was the first one i heard so with this same deal if you yeah, hear like a, deal a new me. life breathed into a song and then you go back and listen to the original like what's another good example of that the sound of silence yeah disturbed absolutely fucking love that song mm-hmm. the original not really on on the same level for no me. of course because it's same with like uh simple man by shinedown oh yeah like leonard skinner's version is just not at at the same, the same level yeah. as for me on the flip side of that hurt by nine inch nails it's always going to be a Johnny Cash song. No. Really? No. Johnny Cash covered their song. I know. That's which what is I'm weird. saying. That's which why I was weird, saying but it's like, always I, gonna... I heard Hurt from Nine Inch Nails first. I'm going to keep it real with you. I've never heard the Nine Inch Nails version of the song. I like it. Johnny Cash, it's great. And it hits me harder, mm-hmm. I will admit, like because that's like the last song he ever fucking did. That's what did. gets me. So like like emotionally, it has a harder impact. Mm-hmm. But like as just like a track... I think I'm going to take Nine Inch Nails' side on that one. For sure. I respect that. In the case of this one, I think it's obvious how we both stand. Yeah, Bad Bad Omens cover is the better one. I think Easy, easy. I wish this song would have gotten more attention just so I could see it live once. God, that'd be I just want to see it once. I just feel like this song would be so cool. I just picture so many amazing, like, because a lot of bands are using, like, the big screens in the background to project different images, right? I just can only imagine what the images to go with the song would look like. God, it'd be cool. Because it's so, like, lyrically it's weird, too, which I think I like a lot. Like, uh, there's a couple lines in this song that really kind of give me pause. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, uh, signed with a home tattoo, happy birthday to you was created for you. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, what the fuck? But, (laughs) yeah. I love it. I love it, man. Again, go listen to the song. Go give this one the fucking props that it deserves. I love this version of the song, man. It's so good. Do you got anything else to say about it? No? No, I think I'm good. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. There's a specific song on this album where they have like a fucking sick-ass guitar solo. What the fuck oh, is it? Um, is it Never Know? Yes, it is. Yeah, it is Never Know. It's it's uh, it's right after like the slowed down part. You think it's going to jump back into the chorus, and then it jumps into that guitar solo. I remember hearing that for the first time being like, Oh. Yeah, I was just listening to this whole album on the way over here. Yeah. Yeah, that part. I don't know. I fucking just love a nice little tasty guitar lick. Me too. Especially like, this is where I kind of come into play. I said earlier that I'm not a technical snob. I'm not at all. This guitar solo from that song, which we'll go back to Never Know really quick. um, I think it's relatively simplistic. It's relatively simplistic, and that's fine. I'm all about what serves the song best. Right. And I think that that's something they do very fucking well in their songwriting because especially if they're in charge of the post-production and everything their ability to be able to honestly and truthfully say what a song needs and what it doesn't need is unmatched absolutely yeah it's fucking killer man i you know 
we talked about this album and we we basically just gave it a glowing review i i keep saying basically that like people are just gonna be upset that i only like all these albums realistically i don't care like i love music and this album is a perfect reason why yeah like some albums a lot of albums a lot of music i really do enjoy but there are some that just come along that are just like will hit you in a way once in a lifetime everybody knows those albums for themselves you know what i mean where they just they hit you and they feel so singular in their meaning to you like they just they hit you at the exact right moment down to the fucking microsecond that you fucking needed to hear it yeah and this album did that for me i could have you know i could have gone and listened to it when you guys told me to maybe fucking hated it Mm. But then I listened to it when I felt like I was ready to hear it, really hear it. And it just smacked me right in the mouth. And it was fucking amazing front to back. I, I have nothing bad to say about this album front to back. I've given 10s out a lot. And I know that there are people who will think that maybe that'll lessen, you know, their like their review status, whatever the fuck you want to call because they're just loving shit so much. They're just giving everything 10s. I have got nothing to say other than this album is a 10 out of 10. Oh, it's like a 15. Easy. I, a fucking 15 I out of 10. Know. You know, like, it, it, front to back, like we've said, fuck, maybe six times in this podcast, there is not a skip There's for not. me. Every fucking song is individual. It is great. Vocally, no matter what he's doing, whether it be cleans, slightly more harsh shit, the fucking heavy ass shit, whatever he does, he is fucking goaded. It is a perfect album to me. It is perfectly executed on all levels. I don't think that there's one part of this album where I'm really sitting there listening like, mm, you know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't like not. that so much. There's not a single fucking moment. This is a this is an example of what a perfectly executed album sounds like to me. Yeah, and you know, obviously everything is subjective and tastes and stuff, but fuck all that. Fuck Perfect. all that. Yeah, it's it's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give this an Anybody album who's listen. listening understand that i got love for you but if you don't like this shit your opinion is trash you made <laughs> nothing to me <laughs> god damn bro all right i guess he's calling you out uh his yeah. address is no Fuck, come kidding. find me bitch yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no this yeah this album's undeniable man there's nothing left to say i uh granted they've only got three albums this would be my number one for this them. is number one easy 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 the fucking death of peace of mind is phenomenal. That's too, definitely number two. Definitely, you know what I like, mean? If you're if you have listened to any of these tracks, go listen to that one too. I mean, it's a good album. A, just as a band, these guys are fucking phenomenal. Solid. It's, there's nothing that you can really go wrong with through, through them. No, I I agree, man. And there are a lot of people that love the first album. You know, there's a lot of people that love this album, and there's a lot a lot of people that like this new album. I think that's a testament. To yeah. be able to start out of nothing, you know what I mean? Basically, like, just come out of nowhere with your first album, boom. Second album, you get bigger, boom. Third album, you get bigger, boom. Maybe this fourth album, I don't know if they're working on it or what. They've been touring a no, lot. Sure. But I, I'm i honestly very interested to see where they go because no one album has sounded the same from them. Yeah, their progression musically has been insane. Crazy. But yeah, I, I, I still it. think this album is my number one from them. There's no denying. Uh, Finding God Before God Finds Me, the, specifically the deluxe edition. Go listen to it. Go stream it. You know, Watch all the music videos. Really get into it. This album stands tall for me and Jacob. I, th I would like to think for a good reason. Yeah. No. You know? In my opinion, a phenomenal reason. It's just good. Yeah. It's fucking gayos. It's gayos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Fuck yeah, dude. Is there anything else you want to say about it? Or do you think you got it? 
Shit, I think we pretty much put it on the table. I think so. It was a quick episode this time, you know, only what? An hour and a half? Oh, I guess it not as quick as I thought. It felt mm. quicker. Yeah, that's because time passes when you're having fun with your friends. You're damn right about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, thank you for coming back and doing this again. Yeah. Yeah, I had fun. We'll have to plan another one soon. I uh, I basically, like, I've realized I'm just going to get the, like, I'm going to have the same people coming in over and over again to talk about different albums, shit, which I mean, I'm 100% fine with that. I'm going to make you listen to some shit you don't like. What's that? I don't know yet. I mean, as long as it's not fucking, like, I don't know, bro. I can't even think of it, like, a, a genre that I'm like, hey, you know what? I got one, two, no fuck like, gospel music. I would rather die. Listen, you know me well enough. I know, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, like, I guess it's what the uh, the old folks are calling mumble rap. I yeah, I'm not going to do that behind. to you either. But other than that... I like I really, some of that shit. Like, there's some. There's some that's really and like, good. I tell you what, there's some great metal bands out there that are, like, Christian, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, but yeah, Skillet, I, I Avenged Sevenfold. I forgot that Avenged Sevenfold was. Yeah. Like, P.O.D., though. I, I don't know much, oh, of, yeah. not much from them, but, like... They got Fucking, some good tracks. Uh, what is it? The Youth of the Nation. Yeah, Isn't that's that a good them? song. Good song. Rise Against, I think, if I remember correctly, is a Christian band. Fucking August Burns Red started off that way. But yeah. like Memphis Mayfire. Am I, am I listening to just like Praise Jesus? No. No. But there's a lot of good bands <laughs> in that genre, <laughs> I think. But yeah. I think, yeah, we've said all we need to say about this album, man. Fucking, it's a good one. Again, it's perfect. Go listen to it. Go give it some love and fucking... Let us know, actually. You know what? I'll start doing this at the end of these episodes for people who actually make it. When I do this... Come back to the post that I make when it comes out and comment what your favorite song was and tell us why. You know what I mean? I'd, yeah. I'd love to really kind of start engaging with the people who are listening all the way through. I want to know what you guys think and, you know, leave questions. Maybe I'll start answering questions with guests. You know what I'm saying? That kind of shit. Like, I'll start dropping what the podcast is going to be maybe like a week in advance and we can just open a discussion. So, yeah. Fucking sick. Jacob, I want to thank you again for coming back on, buddy. Yes, indeed. And Glad I do have done it. Do you want to go get food? Yeah, bro. I'm real hungry. We could do that. Let's go get food, buddy. Let's get some food. All right. Well, that's the podcast, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. We're going to go get num-nums. Num-nums. <laughs> num-nums. Bye. That's all we can't afford. And I'm back, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And thank you to my sister, who is still sitting right here, for giving me that lovely, lovely fucking intro. Oh, God. You're welcome. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, I just want to say again, thank you to everybody that's still listening. And, uh... Yeah, fuck. I I am not feeling well, which is why Bailey did the intro. So this is outro is gonna kind of suck, but that is okay. That is okay. Thank you all for listening. I hope you did enjoy it, and uh, we'll be back next week with my sister, and we will be covering "Welcome to Horrorwood: The Silver Scream 2" by Ice Nine Kills. Yeah. So thank you everybody for listening, and I will see you guys next time. Bye bye. <laughs>